Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sonia um, on the Spectrum with Sonia. My name is Sonia Chand, and I am the hostess for this podcast. I am a licensed psychotherapist in the state of Illinois, but what makes me unique is that I am also a first-generation Indian-American diagnosed with high-functioning autism spectrum. I use my autism as a way to help other people. And this is one of the main driving forces behind why I am a therapist. I not only work with people who present with various mental health challenges, but I work with people who are on the spectrum and I use what I did not receive growing up to ensure that other people get what they need that I needed myself. And I want to make sure that other people don't go through life not getting what they need, getting the supports that they need while they are on their journey of being on the spectrum. And also the same goes for people who are on the journey of being on their with their own mental health challenges too. My podcast aims to be a safe space so that guests can come on here and share their personal stories, either with their own journeys through mental health, or it also calls for professionals to come in and share their experiences in working with people who are either on the autism spectrum or have their own journeys with their mental health. I welcome, I welcome it all. Um, whether someone's on the spectrum or not, what people are going through. And my whole goal of having this podcast is so that people can feel empowered, inspired, and educated on topics as to reduce the stigma and shame that still is very much associated with autism spectrum and with mental health. I am currently writing a memoir called Dropped in the Maze. And the memoir details the challenges, trials and tribulations of issues that presented alongside with having autism spectrum and learning to navigate through through things. And the, the memoir is not only is it taking into account what the lessons I've learned along the way, but also it's a part instruction so that other people can learn and benefit from the things that the lessons that I have taken from trials and tribulations. As a treat, today I am going to be reading the full introduction to my memoir. I hope you all enjoy it and let's give it a listen. Dropped in the Maze an Indian American girl with autism spectrum grows up. Opening caveat, she's different from us. It is 1989, every fall comes Diwali, the Hindu New Year. That Monday, October 30th, 1989, I went to school dressed in my usual school uniform. However, the day before, my family and I celebrated the Hindu New Year called Diwali. My parents thought it would be a great idea for me to bring in a box of chocolates to pass around to the class and for me 
to give them a short presentation about Diwali. Typically, Indian sweets are exchanged during Diwali. Instead of kids being excited to get a piece of chocolate, I heard a resounding, no thanks, when I walked around the class with the box. One classmate, Davida, said loud and clear, she's different from us. I grew up not being diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder, formerly known as Asperger's syndrome, until I reached age 20. Being called names like weird and different and made to feel like I don't live up are not anomalies to me. A lot of times people can be quick to judge and call someone weird when they don't have an understanding about why a person is the way a person is. Particularly, we think of the time period of the 80s and 90s of when I was growing up, how mental health was perceived. It was much different vibe and less openly discussed than it is today. The mentality of it's all in your head very much rang true back then. However, for me, it's all in your head takes on a different meaning because autism spectrum is neurological. The brain is wired differently. To say that the road was dark and lonely would not even begin to encapsulate the intensity of feelings. What is it like to be on the autism spectrum? It is very much like being dropped in a maze, trying to figure your way through to reach to the other side. However, unlike others who are placed in the maze, you are blindfolded trying to navigate through. Other people who are fully capable of seeing can pick up on visual cues from others or look at the path that lies ahead of them to help them gain clues as to what direction to follow. A person who is blindfolded won't have such an opportunity, so they are left behind while everyone else is progressing. There may be individuals who are kind and patient to help the blindfolded person move through some of the maze, but they too want to get out of the maze and may become frustrated and leave the person behind. Other people may think that their idea of compassion would be to take the form of teasing or bullying. The teasing or bullying would lead the person blindfolded to a hedge instead of a clearer pathway that would lead to another turn. A person who is being blindfolded and is desperate to get out of the maze with the blindfold, won't understand what is going on fully until perhaps after the fact. They realize the teasing and bullying upon feeling the texture poking at the skin and footsteps of people walking away while laughing. Despite facing challenges with being on the autism spectrum, I was still able to accomplish great things in my life. Case in point, I went to law school got an LLM in financial services, passed the New York bar exam, and worked on Wall Street. In my search to discover my true self, I came to learn that law was not my calling. In fact, I always knew it wasn't the right career for me deep inside, but I was always too timid to be vociferous about it to my parents. I eventually, after much resistance, went on to attain a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling Today, I am working as a psychotherapist and more importantly, help clients who are on the autism spectrum. I am elated that I am able to use my past as a powerful tool to help and inspire others. Apart from professionally helping and inspiring others, I also inspire others in the running community. I am an avid marathon runner and I have run a total of 14 full marathons. I ran two ultra marathons, I ran numerous half marathons and shorter distance races. I was aired on NBC to speak about why I run for Team Up Autism Speaks. I ran for that charity in the 2016 to 2019, 
2021 and 2023 Bank of America Chicago Marathon, and I ran the 2019, 2021, and 2022 TCS New York City Marathon. To even mention that charity gives me goosebumps and an overall warmth to my heart. This book is to illustrate some of the social challenges that girls and young women with autism spectrum disorder go through from an insider perspective. While I tell my story openly and honestly, I do not intend for this book to blame individuals. To protect individuals and entities at large, I have changed the names of individuals, towns, and schools. Characters in the memoir are not designed to play a guessing game of who's who, but rather to give context to the world as I interpreted and received it. A majority of this memoir took place in Illinois and Indiana. We lived in Forest Green, Illinois, up until I was around nine years old. Then we moved to Forest Ridge, Indiana. Forest Green, like Forest Ridge, was a middle to upper class suburb, both 20 minutes outside of Chicago, as both of the suburbs were kind of side by side. The suburbs consisted of predominantly Caucasian population with only a sprinkle of Blacks, Latinos, Indians, and other Asian groups. The school systems were supposed to be outstanding at the time, and it was convenient for my parents since it was not too far of a commute from their work. Throughout the book, you will hear me speak about my family as they obviously played an important role in my life. My parents are successful physicians. My dad is still practicing medicine, but he does more consultations for people who have orthopedic issues as opposed to performing operations as he's done in the 80s, 90s early 2000s, for instance. My mom used to be an anesthesiologist at a prestigious hospital in Chicago, but she switched to family medicine after becoming a mom. I had an elder brother, Jay, who was five years older than me. He unfortunately passed away from cancer in 2009 at only 31 years old. I am writing this book so that people have an understanding of how autism spectrum manifests and how a person may see the world. People can feel supported who are on the autism spectrum, and people can feel empowered not only who are on the autism spectrum, but to also loved ones and educators who play a vital role in a person on the spectrum's life. I hope you all enjoyed the introduction, and please stay tuned for more episodes to follow, updates on the memoir, as it's still a work in progress, but I am proud to announce that a good majority has already been edited. Um, and uh, just, I will keep posting updates about it. And I will have guest speakers on this podcast who are going to be fabulous and inspiring. And I, and everything that, um, you know, that you would want to feel good about in a podcast. Um, I, Hope I'm able to deliver, uh, you know, to your liking. Um, I want to thank you all for those who've tuned in and um, and please subscribe to this. And I will definitely uh, be coming out with more material as time goes on. And I promise it will not be disappointing. Take care. <laughs>